Hey there, everybody. Thank you for welcoming all of us to wherever you are today. What an incredible time we have had up to this point, and we're not stopping now. Listen, we're going to get into the Word of God. I'm going to share some things that are on my heart today. We're actually going to have a conversation today. You say, well, Scott, I'm, I'm here and you're there. How are we going to have a conversation? Listen, that's why our team right now, they are ready to go. We have our, our moderators, our people in the chat. Man, they are, they are ready to have a conversation with you as we dig into the Word of God. So this isn't, this isn't a monologue today. This is a dialogue. And so I want you to be fully engaged. I want you to get those typing fingers ready to go uh, because we are going to give glory to the Lord. We're going to declare God is good. We're going to give testimony today of how good God has been, how good he is, and how good he is going to continue to be. Listen, we, we took an amazing journey in 2020, just an amazing journey here at The Healing Place. We have been on an incredible journey this year. We have faced challenges and we have faced all manner of things. We have celebrated, we have cried, we have laughed, we have testified in all of that to God's goodness. And so that brings us to today. Yes, it is 2021. And there are so many obvious statements that we could make about 2020. So many talking points and, and counterpoints and so many echoes, not voices, but so many echoes from 2020. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to ever be an echo. Listen, God hasn't called us to be an echo. God has called us to be voices. Voices crying in the midst of the wilderness is what the Word of God said about John the Baptist. And we know that we are forerunners in a sense for Christ. We are all forerunners who testify to Christ. So many things can be said about 2020, but let's take a moment today. I want to take a moment today, you and me, right now, right here. Tell me something good about 2020. Listen, there are so many things we could all say about 2020, but let's erase all of that. Tell me something good about 2020. Right now, in the chat, in the conversation, right now, tell us something good. Now, as you're doing that, not something bad, then good. Not something good, then followed by a but. So many times when we have conversations, we're like, well, it was this and it was this, but this and well, hey, it was great, but this still. No, no, no. Tell me something good about 2020. Come on right now. Type it in. Something good. A moment in the midst of everything where you knew God was moving and God was speaking. Like right now. Something good in 2020. Go ahead. Put it in the comments right now. Make your declaration in the chat. Something good good. Now, for me, there are so many. Personally, my, my family, my friends, the Healing Place community, you, so many testimonies from you of how good God was in 2020. So many different stories, so many different testimonies that I could give to you. So many moments that I could tell you about. You know, I'm just reminded of so many key moments going all the way back to the first week, shelter in place nationwide. What are we going to do? And man, we scrambled. 
and we were filming late at night and early in the morning, and we were just trying to keep up, and we were just trying to get the Word of God to you, and it was crazy, and it was wild, and it was weird, and it was awesome all at the same time. There are many, many moments that I could look to myself of something good in 2020, because even in loss, God has been good. He's been speaking, and He's been moving, but just one. I found out that I am going to be a pawpaw. Now, for those of you who may be in the north or the west or the east, that can be grandfather, grandpa, peepaw, pawpaw, whatever you want to call it. I found out that I'm going to be a pawpaw. A little boy that has already touched my heart is going to rock my world in May 2021. Someone who has already gotten into the very essence of who I am is going to rock my world in May 2021. God is good. He is unchanging. No matter what's going on around us, no matter what's happening in whatever nation you're in, no matter what's happening in whatever city you're in or state or or region, wherever you're at, God is unchanging. He is the constant in everything. He is the rock. He is the cornerstone of everything. And in the midst of all of 2020, God was the constant. Now, let me ask you a question. Here's our question for 2021. And here's my question to you right now. How do you feel today? How do you feel today? 2021, today, how do you feel January 3rd, 2021? Did the moment December 31st, 11.59 p.m. become January 1st, midnight? In that moment, did your life change? Did your circumstances change? Did all the problems of 2020 disappear? Like, answer that question. Well, as you're answering, let me give my answer. Of course not. That one minute did not change everything. Whatever was happening in your life at 11.59, it's probably happening. It probably happened at midnight. It was, it was probably the same. Your situation was the same Yet so many times in our minds and in our hearts, we ascribe value to feelings, things we like versus what we don't like, and then we try to formulate how to make everything line up with our feelings. Like, I've heard this over and over and over again. Things will be better in 2021. Now, wait a second. We already established that God was moving in 2020. We already established, it's in the chat right now. Something good, God was moving, God was speaking in 2020. How bad could it have been? Because God was moving, God was unchanged by what was happening. God continued to move, he continued to speak, he continued to heal, he continued to save, he continued to deliver. But because of how we feel, we're like, well, surely 2021's going to be better. Well, what is our definition of better? Is it that everything will be easier? Is that really better though? When you think about growth, 
in the life of a child. Is easier better for growth? Not really. It is the difficulties. It is the struggle at times that makes it better and makes us better. As a child, we have growing pains. As a child, we can't communicate exactly what we want and thereby we learn how to communicate in different ways other than speech, which helps us later on. We learn how to crawl. We learn how to roll over. We learn how to hold our head up. We learn how to walk. And it's all a process and none of it is easy. It is a bit difficult, but it is better. We grow. You see how our words can betray our faith. Our actions even betray our faith of what we believe. We believe God is good. We believe God is moving. We believe God is speaking. We believe that no matter if it looks bad or if it looks good, if we feel good or we feel bad, God is still good. That is our faith. For the last few months of 2020, that's all I kept hearing. Things will be better. Man, I can't wait till 2020 is over. My question would be, why? Well, it's all gonna, well, we know that it's not. We know that politicians are gonna be politicians. We know that nations are going to be led by some people who have impure motives. We know that things are are not always going to work out the way we want them to. That's not going to change. And so the only thing that makes it better is are we growing? Are we removing the distractions and are we focused on what will help us to grow so that we can be better? Listen, God is a constant. He is unchanging. He is not fearful of politicians or disease or uncertainty. And while we get caught up in arguments and distractions and political posturing, God continues to move and speak if we can only focus on that. So that brings me to where we are today. Towards the fall of 2020, I was just kind of like, man, God, what, like, what, what does the next step look like? We were talking as a team and we were praying as a team and I was praying with Tanya and we were just like, man, okay, God, what does this next season look like? It'd be awesome if we had a little bit of a heads up. It was like nothing was coming and I just kept being like, man, God, I really wanna just focus. God, I wanna focus on you. I don't wanna be distracted. And so for the last few months of 2020, it seemed like every time I was around people, I just kept going, hey, eyes on Jesus. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hey, focus on Jesus, focus on Jesus. And all of a sudden, the people around me started, started saying it. And it started becoming this thing of like, hey, focus on Jesus. Eyes on Jesus. Man, keep your eyes on Jesus. Focus. No distractions. And as I was praying, I just kind of got this visual. And for me, a lot of times, the visuals I get are more like words. But this was a picture. And you'll appreciate this. I think some of you would totally get where I'm, where I'm at with this. Because some of you are uh, kind of the, the, the seer types. Like you have visions and you see things and that's how God kind of speaks to you. Some of you, you're, you're dreamers and you dream and that's kind of how God speaks to you. But as I was praying, I sensed the Lord even saying, focus. And I was like, okay, I've got that word. Like, what does that mean though? Focus. Now say it with me. Focus. Say it again. Focus. 
So as I was speaking that, God was saying that back to me. And I was like, okay, God, I got it focused. Like, what is that? And I had this vision of a monocular. Now, that's just a cool word to say. Come on, just say it. Monocular. Let's say it like the old Sesame Street. Monocular, right? Right? Monocular. It's not monomena. It's monocular, okay? Well, what is a monocular? Well, we know what binoculars are, but what is a monocular? Well, that's a single, singular looking. So it's like a captain of a ship, right? He'll have a monocular and he'll stretch it out. And what is that to do? To focus on a target, to see, of removing the distractions around so you can see clearly. And I had this vision of a monocular. And at the end of that monocular, all I could see was Jesus, as clear as about Jesus. And I was like, okay, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it, Lord, clearly. So in 2021, we're going to focus. We are going to focus, yes, on Jesus in the form of what we are calling God's promises. See, Jesus was the greatest promise that God ever gave us. Jesus, the one who would come as a babe in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes, but the one who would, for the joy set before him, would endure the cross, despising the shame, that he would endure it for you and I and he would be dead and he would be buried, but he didn't stay there. He was resurrected and sits at the right hand of the Father, but he didn't leave us as orphans and he didn't leave us alone, but he sent another one, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Counselor, not just to live with us, but to live in us. The promises of God. So every single week on campus and online, on campus it'll be a bit different because we've got things in the hallways, we've got things on the platform, focal points that we can look to of God's promises. And here's what we're gonna do every single week. Every week we are going to focus on a promise from the word of God. And we're gonna build on that. We're gonna go deeper in that. We're gonna focus on that. We're gonna declare that. No distractions. We're going to give you every single week a promise from the Word of God, and then through online and on campus, we're going to build on that. So if it's a blog, we're going to build on that promise from God. If it's a podcast, we're going to build on that. If it's a discussion online on a platform, it is going to be around that focal point, God's promise. What is God's promise saying to us? And we're going to take a deep dive into that. We're going to dig into that. We're not going to go 19,000 different directions for you. We're going to hone in on that. We're going to dig down in that. We're going to grow in that. We're going to stand on the promise of God. We're going to focus on God's promises. Not man's lies, not man's thoughts, not man's intentions, not our, our, our world's structures, but the promises of God promises of God. Say that with me. Promises of God. We're going to focus on God's promises. What is God saying? What is God doing? And let's do that. So you say, okay, Scott, what's the first promise of 2021? Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, all right? 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20. We're going to start 2021 with the very first promise. On campus, this is the first tile that will go on our wall down our highway. Uh, hallway, not our highway, our hallway. It's the first tile. 
We're going to have a wall, a wall of colored tiles. And every single week, a promise, the promise of the week, God's promise is going on that wall so that we can focus on that promise. So the very first promise we're going to look at, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. For all the promises of God, there it is, all the promises of God in him, that's in Jesus, in him are yes and in him, amen. All the promises of God, all the promises that God has given to us in Christ are yes and amen. Not maybe, not no and maybe, not, I'm not sure, I'm unsure, I can't stand on that, I can't build on that. It's not a sure foundation, I'm not quite sure. No, 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 it's yes and in him, amen. What does that amen stand for? That stands for yes, I believe that. Yes, I'm with that. In Christ, it's yes and then we come into agreement with that, amen. And we walk that out. We focus on God's promises. For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. Now catch the last part of this. This is super important for you. Super important for me. For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. And many people stop there, but then it says this. Why? To the glory of God, how? Through us. What a promise to start 2021. For all the promises of God are yes. In a world of uncertainty, the promises of God are yes. That in Jesus, the answer is yes. In Jesus, it's yes. Who doesn't want to hear yes? In Jesus, it's yes. And in him, we say amen. Yes, I'm on that train. Yes, I'm with that. Yes, I'm going to declare that. Yes, I am going to stand on that. I'm going to build my life on the promises of God because they are absolute. They are sure. It's not just something that I need to look forward to. It's something I can build on right now. For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. So that we may be known and seen and heard. No, to the glory of God through us, through you, through me. What is God saying and what is God doing? Let's do that. See, God desires, his promises are yes and amen, and he desires you to declare those promises, to believe them, to build your life on them, and then to declare them to the world. In a world of uncertainty, there is a cry for substance. There is a cry for truth. There is a cry for something to build a life upon. The Bible says that faith is the substance. Now you talk to an unbelieving world about faith and they say, well, it's just this and this. The Bible says faith is substance. It's not flimsy. It's actually something you can build upon. It's substance. Of things hoped for, right? But the evidence, the evidence 
the evidence. The evidence. God's word. The truth. Yes and amen. For all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. To the glory of God through us. See, what we're doing today, you and I, what are we doing? Man, we're declaring the promises of God. We're declaring the good news. We are focusing on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. In this short time that we've had together, what has happened? We've declared the virgin birth. We have declared the baby Jesus. We have declared his death on the cross. We have declared his resurrection. We have declared the coming of the Holy Spirit to live in us. We have declared the good news. We have declared the promises of God. We have focused on God's promises that in Christ they are yes and amen. This is where we begin. This is our promise we stand on today. And this is the promise that we build on for the rest of this week. Listen, we're going to build on this promise. We're going to build on it on campus, online. We're going to build on this promise this week. And then guess what's going to happen next week? We're coming with another promise. We're coming with another promise the week after that and the week after that, another promise. And no matter what's happening in America, no matter what's happening in the world, we're coming to you with another promise. And we're declaring another promise to you and we're putting another promise out before you so you can build your life on that, so you can set your eyes on that, so you can put your focus on God's promise and not be distracted by the author of confusion. Our God is a God of order and clarity and peace and love and joy all those things, but the enemy of our soul, not a nation, not a person, but the enemy of our soul, Satan, the author of confusion, the one who sows discord among the brethren, the one who tries to divide the body of Christ. He has no authority when we put our eyes on Jesus. He has no authority when we focus on the promises of God. Instead of the pretense of man. God is good. God is good. So. There you have it everybody. Man that's my heart today. It's just my heart today. And I want you to know. That I am so thankful that you have taken this journey with us. And I am so thankful that you've been on this journey with us. Over these last many months. I'm thankful that you're continuing on this journey with us. And my desire for you, number one, is that, man, you would get a revelation of Jesus and who he really is. And number two, that you would understand who you are in him. Because in that, you will find the clarity and the focus that you need. In your identity in Jesus, that's when the fog begins to go. The fog lifts and things become a lot clearer when you know Jesus and you know who you are in him. Amen? You can say it. Yes and amen. You're going to see that a lot. You're going to hear that a lot. You're probably going to be like, oh, here they come again. Yes and amen. Yep, absolutely. Yes and amen. You're going to hear it again and again and again and again. And you're probably going to see it on my clothes. You're probably going to see it in a lot of different things because we are going to put our focus on God's promises. So let's pray. Let's just pray this year. Let's speak into it. 
Lord, we thank you right now. You are awesome. You are amazing. And you are good. And God, you have been good over the last year. And you are good today. And you're going to be good through the rest of 2021. And Lord, we thank you today for the opportunity to come together and tell something good. What did God do? And what is God doing? We're going to do that. And Lord, we commit to you today. We commit to you today that we want our focus to be on your promises. And Lord, we thank you for giving us the ultimate promise. that You sent your son, Jesus. You sent your son, Jesus, to this earth to live a sinless life, to die on a cross with common criminals. But in that death, on that cross with common criminals, something uncommon happened. That the sins of the world, the sins of the world were taken to that cross. And the blood from the pure spotless Lamb of God that flowed down that cross onto this earth went much deeper than that. It went to the depth of Scott Etheridge's soul and his spirit and changed his life forever. And it goes to every man, woman, and child on this planet who would look to that blood and see it as the salvation. And we thank you that you resurrected and thank you, Jesus, that you did not leave us alone. We love you, we honor you, and we worship you today. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Come on. Isn't God good? Listen, one of our team's going to come. They're going to give you some instructions on how you can get connected and how you can take your next step in Jesus, how you can put your focus on Jesus. We love you. May God bless you.